This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. Um, we'll start today's episode with some sad news. Normally we do record on Wednesdays, but we had some personal issues. Both of us uh, couldn't record until Thursday afternoon. So we have caught the Paul Green news in time. The terrible, tragic news mm-hmm. that Paul Green at age 49 has um, left this world. Uh, absolutely came out of nowhere. I mean look we 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 we've spoken to people and and told us that that who saw green recently and and didn't think anything was wrong there was people that we know that were at that sharks game on the weekend that saw him there he was taking photos and and all that stuff and 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 now he's now he's gone um i i don't really know what i mean i don't think any there's really an eloquent way to mm-hmm. talk about something like this but we'll do our best and yeah it's just awfully sad news i i guess mitch i don't know what you have to say yeah i mean it's it's not my place to speak about how, how people feel about this or how i feel about this really you know i've had dealings with him and others in the past of dealings with him but it's not about me today or any of that stuff i'm not going to try and say that but i just really feel sorry for his, his family and knowing that you know he has a nine-year-old son who, who turned nine yesterday and you know today he's take the reports he's taken his own life it looks like and we don't know the demons he's battling and and you know we can say again like reach out to people and talk people know that message you know people know that message by now if you listen to this podcast you know that message it's just really sad to have someone you know at, at that young age who's obviously been a significant part of our game on many levels for the last 30 years and on many people's lives in the game take his life but also more particularly sad that there's a um a young family in Queensland that have uh, lost their father who, you know, as I, I, I've heard that he, you know, he's actually got a pretty really lovely wife and some, and some nice kids. And yeah, it's, it's tough news to take. You know, one expects a man at, at his age to pass uh, obviously, and no one will be prepared for that situation. He, I don't think anyone even saw some of the signs it, it seems like, which, which is unfortunate. And uh, yeah, if we're really sorry for those kids, it was going to be really hard for those kids to not be, the son of Paul Green, if you get me from here. Yeah. It's going to be really hard because if you, if your dad passes on, people don't know. But if you're the son of someone famous, people do know. And if, say, if your son wants to continue a career, go into rugby league, one of them or similar, then they'll be able to escape that history, unfortunately. And I, and I feel really sorry for them that they're going to have to uh, learn how to cope with loss real fast at this, at this point in their lives. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not experts on this, but I will just say that you know i guess discussions for the most part have been going in a good direction when it comes to destigmatizing men or people but men in particular talking about their feelings and 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 any issues they might be having um and obviously i'd just like to reiterate that i mean we we're we all feel the same way in the sense that you know you feel tragic and you feel helpless in situations like this. If you're a friend of Paul Green's, you might blame yourself for not doing anything, Mm. but a large part of it is, is awareness and, and, and knowing what your friends or people around you are going through. And and most of the time we don't like people just, you don't know about these things. Um, Usually 
we get these same anecdotes after any any suicide where we have people going oh like people that were friends with them going oh, i had no idea like there was even people that planning some someone said they were planning to have lunch with him next week like um it, you never know what people are going through so i guess just I don't know if you ever get the sense that something's wrong with a friend, just maybe lend an ear to them or just say, are you all right? Rather than yeah, not doing it. I mean, just err on the side of caution. I've had, I've said, Oh, is everything all right, man? And people have gone, yeah, everything's fine. Like, but you know, sometimes they might not say that. Sometimes they might tell you what's yeah. wrong. Yeah. And me and you do that quite that often with each other, mate, to be fair. Yeah, like, that's of course. one bit. Sometimes we'll log on to the, here and see each other and go, geez, you, you don't look right. And we've asked yeah. each other. And There's most of the times we are right, mate. But, uh, or we might be going yeah. through something, but it's good to have a bouncing board. And I, and I do think it might be a bit tough if you're a man like a Paul Green, considering mm. there's probably a bit of a power dynamic in most of your relationships. Yeah. That it, it might be a bit tougher for someone like that to to reach out or for That's people true. to ask someone that position how they how they're coping. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I have any any sage advice to people outside of I just think it's a, it's a, it's another it's a really sad day and we never mm. repair, prepared for these things. But um, yeah. If you can make it a small difference in somebody's life when you think they're struggling, do your yep. best, I guess. You could you could end up saving someone's life just by asking if they're all right. Mm. So do that, and you know, do that all year. Don't like don't just do it the day after. Are you okay? Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh. But anyway, um, yeah. Do 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 we want to talk about this further? I mean, no, I think. The, you know, he'll be a Cowboys legend forever, coaching them to a premiership. Um, and yeah, I don't know. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, Coltrane Train Cup, it's coming down to the wire. There's four weeks left for new listeners of the show. It's our tipping competition where you pick one team per week um, and you've got to pick every team over the course of the season. So we had a massive game on Sunday afternoon, Mitchell, where uh, M, our co-leader, took the Newcastle Knights and um, uh, Bridger, who was uh, one win behind him, but had a better for and against, mm. um, had tipped the Tigers. So basically, whoever won that game was going to be our leader going into the final four weeks of the year. And so I guess... Um, M got the I, I guess M, I guess M can thank Jock Madden for uh, <laughs> keeping her in first place. Um, and uh, Paddy Carrigan. Okay, I'm yeah. going to send half the trophy, if she wins, to Pat Carrigan. Yeah. Put it in Maybe, the bookcase. Yeah, put it in, you can put it on the bookcase. Um, but she's still, although she did lose ground to Mark Hindle, who took Souths and gains the for and against on her. He still has to tip the Knights, though, and he was kicking himself for not having the bottle to do it this week. He said he thought about doing it this week, but didn't. So we've got M and Mark on 20 wins and one loss each, and with the 31 point for and against advantage. And then uh, Luke, Charles, and Reese both on 19 and 2. And Luke's actually got a four and against of three hundred and something. So he's in a good run from memory. He hadn't picked Penrith to like he hadn't like... picked Penrith somehow, which was crazy. He got him out of the way. He took them against Canberra because it was yeah. kind of funny that it ended up being like almost a team you didn't want to have left with their schedule and their players out. But yeah, he's got the Warriors and the Dragons left on his tipping sheet. Uh, so he's got to find some wins for them somewhere. Uh, be interesting what happens there. Uh, I I need to tip the Titans and the Warriors still. And I've only got home games left. So I'll be taking those two teams in their last two games of the season. Um, so this week, I've got to take a home team. I'll be taking the Broncos. I think they'll win. Yeah, I mean, me and you, and we're just way down the ladder. Don't even bother looking for us unless you want to see no. if you're above us, obviously. But I'm taping the Sharks at the Tigers. I have picked every team now. 
I'm ten and ten split. So yeah, unfortunately, if, if, if I had some better results, I'd be in a great spot. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is that I'm is a, how it works. That is true. Yeah, but no, I'm uh, I'm taking the sharks into tigers, and the tigers have been, I think, in every game I've got wrong, pretty much. Yeah, so I look forward I, to yeah, that again. that's possibly true. Yeah, I'm three wins behind Bungard's mentor now, so I think he's going to win that. Uh, but there you go. Yeah, brutal. Oh, well, that's not good. All right. So, what, what, do, you, do you have to call me his, your mentor? For no, I, I, I think I, I think I, I, I think we agreed that uh, I, we have to, t- I have to take him out somewhere. But I think we have to go to like a leadership seminar of some kind or something. Oh, your, and it's your shout. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a, that's like a bit of a punishment. For, uh, it's for good. I was, that. Yeah, it's all I right. It's funny. You're, yeah, hey, going out the mentor for a for a leadership yeah, exactly, seminar. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Are you got to go to like Tony Robbins or something. No, yeah, it has to be something like that, right? But that's got to be so expensive. Like that dude it, just it, grips it people, is. like just stupid middle-aged people who are like, "Wow, he's right. I do have the power in my own hands." Like, yeah, man. I um. Well, actually, Can we pivot to that? that. Can we pivot my... to being like self-help gurus? I hope so. Why not? People, yeah. we've had a, like, at least four people say, "If you're tired, just go to sleep." Yeah. Um. I had a funny mention that my stepmom is a Tony Robbins person, and uh, yeah, whatever. But. It's just funny from a distance. Obviously, I've only spoken about it a couple of times. And people who are Tony Robbins people are actually sometimes embarrassed to talk about it because they know yeah. what others think. Well, they, they should be. But during the pandemic, right? And this is why it, it's it's not just about the words he says, but during the pandemic, right? Because he couldn't go and see people. You weren't allowed to do like one of his courses if you didn't buy like an at-home trampoline, right? And you weren't on camera. Because again, it's not even about like it's about it's the same thing like going to gospel at church, right? Which is fun, but it's about they need you jumping and stuff because then you feel good, but it's not really actually about anything he says. It's just because you exercised, you know? Because when you yeah. go to it live, you have to jump and move around and everything and you get all energized. Do they and play yeah. jump, of, jump Around by House of Pain? I don't know, but I'd go. If they that, did, if they, yeah. I'll go to that seminar if they do that. If we just, just jump funny. around. It's like, I said it to it's like, you know, it's just like a brain chemical thing today. So like you just... And they've proven it to you more than ever. They want to see you on camera, so you can't give it for free to other people. Firstly, so you, like they want to see if you paid for you, it's like you and one other person on camera. But secondly, you have to you have to have this little trampoline, or they'll cut you off. Yeah, genius. That <laughs> should we become trampoline salesmen? Uh, I feel like I've seen this storyline somewhere, and it didn't go that yeah, well. <laughs> it didn't. Famously, didn't. Famously, <laughs> didn't. Maybe, maybe we could pivot that way, mate. After a. Uh, We'll give up podcasting. We'll change the Patreon into some form of uh, some form of trampoline gambit. Yep, I think that's that's fair. Um, uh, rookie takes. That's our other weekly segment where people nominate uh, the dumbest rugby league opinions of the week. <laughs> um, there aren't that many bad ones. This there aren't that many dumb ones this week. But there's there's a few. There's enough. There's enough. That feels weird. There's always heaps. Yeah, there's there's not. Um, because I think that Ben Hunt shouldn't win the Dalian one is not a rookie take. I think that's a veteran take. So, yeah. I do want to talk about this, right? Ben Hunt's a fine player. We love Ben Hunt. I do not think he has been the best rugby league player in the world in 2022. And I think if you do believe that, you've just got sucked into the go go those hype a little bit too much. And also, you haven't been watching Roosters games where James Tedesco is just braining. I mean, it's not even just him, though, but like. It's not. There's like three or four other guys as well. Um, Like, yeah, Ben Hunt is not the best player in, in rugby league. I'm sorry. He isn't. And he's but going least, to win the Dalian. I'm going to enjoy it because at least this instance, when it happened for two of us, Shek and White, and I felt nothing. Now it can yeah. happen for a guy I like. So that's nice. That's fair. 
That is but true. But like you said, it, it's having a cracking year, right? But it was it's not the best year of his career. He, he's likely to win that award because of no. His last yeah. couple of years at the Broncos were better than this, right? Oh, not his last. After the grand final, right, he was the broken. Fi- but the fi- 14, 15, 15 and fifteen, yeah, yeah. 14, yeah, 14, 15 were really good. I mean, fourteen. I think he finished like third anyway. And that yeah. again, that's one of my. Oh, you mean the Sam Burgess should have won it, and two other yeah. men tied for it. Yep, yeah, that's one of my years that we used to argue against the voting system, how we don't like it. That was always one of my example years that the closest Brisbane get to winning it is was that year, and then when a couple of years ago, Payne Haas got really close. So mm. yeah, but never this year the Dragons, yeah. But anyway, you move on to the takes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, we've got Sam from the Greenhouse. Number one, Canberra Raiders supporters site. Paul Kent needs to run the NRL. Only one with any common sense. You know what? Let's put him in. Okay. Can't get any worse. Uh, <laughs> the Landys. I mean, I mean, I mean oh, sorry, you can... Well, can he co? Can he co-chair? Yeah. Well, no, it, like... But the next nominee is Valandis. Who said oh, if kids go. are inside playing video games, they're going to be seeking medical treatment at some point in their lives. I mean, presumably everyone is going to be seeking medical treatment at some point in their lives. This so you basically, can't prove him wrong. This you quote can't prove came him wrong, from it, That's true. But this quote came <laughs> from an overarching point that like if they don't renovate the stadiums, we'll have more fat children. Um mm. yeah. Let him speak. I mean <laughs> Okay. Yes. Prove it wrong. They can have they can play games that have buttons on a video screen as long as they're in a pu- dingy back room of a pub and making him money next to the stadium. Yeah, perfect. Yes, correct. All right, good. Uh, if Car- kid cowboy, if Carrigan gets six weeks for unintentionally trying to break a bloke's leg, how much should Cleary have got for intentionally trying to break a bloke's neck? I never know joke, if these right? people are being That's serious. A That's a joke. Is it? That has to be. I don't know. Like a hundred, it got one hundred and thirty <laughs> likes. What am I supposed to think? I don't know. Sounds like a joke to me. What's our pose law thing for rookie takes? I don't know. Like, do we have a policy? On what? Well, like, like well, pose law is that thing where, like, uh, if you so don't it's a know Teletubbies the... thing. No, it's, po. it's no P O E. It was some dude, yeah, not no. not Ed, not Edgar Allan Poe. It was some other dude, but it was like yeah. basically, if you don't know if it's parody, you just assume it's sincere because people on the internet are insane. Yes. So I think is that our approach to this? Unless we no, like... uh, mine's the reverse. If it's rugby league Twitter, although you right, can, unless they've got an egg profile, okay. If they've got um, like an egg, or they've got like four followers, it's, it's yeah. serious. Uh, yeah. Uh, this person's banned, but it's the um the one about the Melbourne. They won't suspend a storm player. Of course, Brandon Smith got away with it. Brandon Smith, who's coming back. Just yeah, I feel like we had through. this one already, didn't we? I don't no, know. I just mentioned it the other day, uh, but yeah. it's not. I did. Sorry, I opened up all the nominees, and that, I left that on there by accident. That that person's banned because they're too stupid. Um, Smoke and Joe, I fucking love Ezra, man, but I pick Gamble five eighth for the remainder of the season. The kid is going to be a star, but I don't think we should harm his development. Playing him with a tough and grueling run home. Also, Gamble is one of the better defensive halves going around. Yeah, it's it's a funny one because it's like. Ezra is also a cracking defensive half, but also like I like the assumption that dropping him when he's playing well is the good thing for his development. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Also, like you might like you ne- kind of need him to make top six, possibly top four. Yeah, and a gamble's been perfectly fine when he's played, but yeah, Ezra Ezra's not getting dropped. That's a silly, I would also, silly thing to say. I, I would go as far as say that Ezra has been the best Broncos halves player since he came into the team because the other guy kind of sucks. He, you would go ahead. You would go ahead. I would go that. ahead and say that. You, uh, would, well, last, you see, you see, the uh, thing about having a good young half is about yeah, having an experienced head that right. steps up. 
You know, oh, and sometimes wait, so you're not afraid you, to make mistakes. Right. So it's bad if the experienced half has also gone backwards in conjunction with your young half not being good. That's bad. Yes, that's bad. Ah, okay. That's yeah, where that's, we, that's okay, what you that's guys where, got wrong there. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Thought if he played worse, the other guy would get more confident and play yeah. better. Didn't yeah. work. Yeah, so and, a uh, couple of bad games from Adam's okay with Ezra going all right. Yeah, I guess. Um, and lastly, we have Aaron Warburton, who's the CEO of the Bulldogs. Did this guy play? Oh, no. I feel like I remember this name. There, there was a, there was a Warburton, Gary Warburton. Not him. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is about them partnering with Alluvium. You're a you're a crypto freak. Do you know what that I is? I mean, I'm not Alluvium. Uh, no, it's I like I, I don't know what it is, but I assume it's some sort of crypto website or like marketplace thing. Okay, it's a open. Google tells me it's an open world exploration NFT creature collector and auto battler game built on the oh, Ethereum blockchain. Oh, it's a scam. Right. So he said, when our partnership commenced in early 22, we knew we had the opportunity to add immense value to Bulldogs and Alluvium fans alike. I'd love to see that Venn diagram. Launching this jersey with a Bulldogs membership is fantastic and will undoubtedly grow our supporter base across the USA, Europe, and Asia. Kieran and his team are making this momentous occasion extra special by providing a complimentary Alluvium NFT. Jeez, this Alluvium thing actually has a decent bit of value. What the hell? Are you going to become a Bulldogs member to get a picture oh, God, of a no. dinosaur or something? No. No, but right. it's got like, what is it? It's gone up. Uh, it's it's like 120 per price per coin. There you go. 120 USD. So it's not like I thought it'd be when I looked it up, it'd be one of those things that's like a dollar, a coin or whatever. But, right. Uh, yeah. To be fair, that's actually one of the um, one of the uses I, I believe in in crypto is with gaming, but it has to actually happen. Yeah, if you go on their website, there's a monkey wearing a Bulldogs jersey at the top. On so. the Broncos website, Bulldogs website? or the, no, oh, on alluvium.io. Weird, it's kind of cut off on my screen. I'm looking oh, at it. But yeah, but it's there. Order. It's at the top. There's yeah, a banner the, 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 Oh, here it is. I clicked on it. Jeez, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It had to be an exclusive. Like a, God, like I can't like believe this... an NFT jersey, though. That's the thing. But they're actually going to wear the jersey, I think. Yeah. I think this is like maybe this maybe we were wrong because this seems what? like a well, I don't know it seems like this is a like seems like a lot of nerds think this is a real thing. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Like there is obviously going to be things in crypto that are real. You know, there's yeah. obviously things uh, that are, most of them are money chases. I mean, if you you say uh, but Bitcoin's real. Eh. You know, it's good the shit, but yeah, like um, interesting. This one looks like it's one of the ones the nerds are into, as you said. Mm. Um. Uh, okay. Well. All right. I have no idea what it is, but it doesn't look as stupid as somebody else. We clicked on it. It doesn't look yeah. as dumb as all the other parties. I mean, I'm going to keep this on the, anyway, the quote. nominees the thing, quote. but yeah, uh, grow our supporter base across the USA, Europe, and Asia, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think it will either way. Either I don't think the Bulldogs will help grow the Alluvium fan base in Europe, USA, and Asia. And I also don't think the Alluvium lure would potentially bring in any extra fans from the USA, Europe, and Asia. Mm. Although maybe if there's like some sort of thing where they get rewards in their game if the Bulldogs win. Maybe a bunch of nerds will watch it. I don't it. know. But I don't, I don't understand why you'd buy, like, you can buy the jersey on here with crypto, it looks like. Mm. I don't know why you'd do that. We pay I, a, a, a fee to buy it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, but... that's our rookie takes for this week. Uh, before we get into the questions, another bit of news uh, that dropped after we would have normally recorded, and that's that Manasi Finu was found guilty of stabbing someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been. I mean, this is also sad too, mate, because he's obviously, um, mate, doesn't mean dumb when he's young. 
and essentially taken away any positive outcomes of his of his life. Not anything, right? But he's he's never he'll probably never play footy again. And he was handed the gift of um being good at rugby league and you know potentially having a life changing experience to him and his family, and been found guilty of throwing it away. I guess you know he's um his younger brother's still there, but I do find it. Just interesting that he's been found guilty on an eyewitness case and just that, you know, on so many other things that we see when we don't, people don't essentially, you know, believe women, I'll say, don't, you can't be found guilty in those things with much more evidence. So I actually didn't even be found guilty purely because I read the evidence. I'm like, dude, this isn't much, but I'm not the jury. They've, 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 heard, they've seen enough and they've heard better. I've only read news stories. They've heard more than me, but who knows if he goes to prison or not now. Like, Yeah. He got so, what? What was he charged with? It's it was a stabbing, with, but he's got it's wounding yeah, or something. It's like, like yeah. wounding with uh, wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm. Yeah, and it's there's as I always say, there's oh, a maximum of like twenty five years. They always report things as, and then you find out the guy gets like two years. Who knows? Yeah. But um, yep, he's done something really silly as a young man, and it's going to affect the rest of his life. Mm. That's unfortunate. Silly, silly boy. It's weird though. Manly, all their fans with their law degrees told us he didn't do it. So, yeah. Well, like the thing is, like again, I, I've got no clue with law either. But like you watch, yeah. I read the case from the like, geez, it doesn't sound like they've got much of a case. But again, it's not like when you read, you're getting anything. You don't get. Yeah. You don't know what the witness said. You only you only hear that there's one witness. Mm. So you know, obviously, pretty convincing considering it was like a couple of hours and they they had the verdict. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, I guess sucks for Manly, but who cares? That's not yeah. the real problem here. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. And with that done, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? <laughs> We're going to have any questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com for us and all boom rookies. You want to guarantee your question gets answered. Uh, Mario's asked the question we kind of already answered. He said, who is a weak gutted dog you have a 12-year-old grudge against? I will defend Mario here because you yeah. asked me the other day who I hated when I was 12, okay. not a grudge from 12 years ago, which are two different things. So 12 years ago was when I was 20. So do I yeah. hate anyone? What happened in that year? What year was that? 2010. Know. Did anything happen? Oh, Marco Matarazzi. still hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, wait, that was 2006. What am I talking about? Yeah. Uh, 2010. What happened to the World Cup? Know. Who won the World Cup? Spain did. It was really boring. Oh, Vuvuz. Whoever invented Vuvuzelas. Vuvuzelas. There you go. Well... I got a grudge. Yeah, still got a grudge against them. So, fuck them, whoever they are. Okay, next question. Tom Hay. Who are some of the corniest athletes slash Russell coaches Wilson. in sport and any of them cornier than Russell Wilson? See, <laughs> he already answered the question, right? But it's Russ is like by far and away the corniest in the world. He is. Um, Kevin Durant's up there. But yeah, yeah he, Russ he's is got better. I mean, okay, Russ LeBron is, is corny, by the way. Like, I, I love LeBron, but he's also really corny. Daily Cherry Evans. Yeah. Uh, but Russ is the most corny. He's now like, thinks the Broncos let's ride thing is cool. Yeah, it's because like LeBron, it's, it's I guess LeBron kind of gets it like with the Taco yeah. Tuesday stuff and stuff. Like he knows yeah. he's being a dork. Like yeah. DC, DCE knows who he is. Most of these guys do. Russ Wilson thinks he's cool. Yeah. He doesn't realize. He- Russell, Russell Wilson is like when um people online started memeing Morbius 
and the movie executives were like, yeah. oh, well, these people really like Morbius. He thinks that we think he's cool because we're saying Broncos country, let's ride. But it's actually really lame. Yeah. And he is really lame. Yeah, he thinks he's in on the joke. Mm. So no, no, everyone's laughing at you, Russ, not with you. Yes. And yes, I understand that. You know, other people saying, oh, that's, that's what he's doing is normal. You know, it's like, well, if it was that, because I know they have to film those videos, but if how he behaved was that normal, not every other player be laughing at it too, who've had to film those things. It's because he tried yeah. to act so cool and suave doing it as he does, you know, thinks he's the man. He's a weird human. And just so yep. many quotes. It's like, he's like someone who read, he must have a Tumblr somewhere. There's oh, Tumblr yeah. mo- quotes, motivational quotes and news of them. Outworking oh. people ones are always terrible. Juan Mata, the the footballer, used to have one of those. A Tumblr? Yeah, no, he had one of those corny-ass blogs. Oh, like wow. He wrote really lame shit. I'm going to try to find it while you pull up whatever the next question is. But yeah, I think that by a distance, it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, what was his quote the other day about outworking the other guy? You know, I can't remember. That. But Russ has them. He's, it's much worse in the off-season. But every off-season, he makes you groan. Russell Wilson, I can't stand mm-hmm. him. Um Sam Stevens, if the Storm complied and didn't cheat with the salary cap from 2006 to 2009, do they still make each grand final? If not, who makes the grand final instead? And if the Storm didn't get found out cheating in 2010, how far do you think they go in the season? Okay, so first one is, so say the Storm complied in 2006, 2009. So we're assuming they yeah. don't have Inglis. Yeah. We're just, just let's assume that they're worse. not involved in the in the... In the... No, he's saying, what would they still make the final if they didn't? The grand final? The no, 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 no. You no. reckon? Because they, they still made the grand final after they fixed up cheating, but I guess they only got to do that because they were cheating. Yeah, they don't keep all those players for that. Like, it's the same thing with the Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the grand final is Brisbane Bulldogs in 06 if the Storm are cap compliant. I think the ladder shakes out differently. And yeah. Again, these yeah. are back in the halcyon days when 14 games is good enough to make, become third. 14 wins. Yeah. It doesn't happen yeah, anymore. Yeah, but that's yeah, what yeah. Brisbane had. They had 14 wins, came third, won the comp. But the Storm had 20 wins that year. And mm-hmm. they were, Bulldogs were in second and 16. I think you yeah, probably so right. I think the they'd be one probably ends two. up being that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But and they wouldn't change it any of that year because that year, right, that, that run that year obviously yeah. had a lot to do with beating the Bulldogs and then the Storm for Brisbane. Yeah. So, 09, I think they probably... I think 09 is a little bit different. I think they probably still do finish around where they were because there was a bit of a log jam in the... Like, they weren't that far ahead. Like, there was, like, two wins between ninth and Melbourne in fourth. So, I'm happy to still give them fourth or fifth, I reckon. I still... The the the, para, the Dragons double choke still happens. Um, And I think that we end up with a grand final of... Again, I think it'll be... Would be... Oh, mate, what about the Titans that year, though? Like, they, yeah, you know, maybe yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Could, they could have. I yeah. mean, they they obviously got knocked out earlier than that. They were the, the, they went out in straight sets, lost to Brisbane. That was a cracker the first week, 40 to 32. And then only scored two points against Parramatta the next week. But who knows? Well, it's um the way it all would have shaken out, it might have been Brisbane. Yeah. Who knows? On a fairy I mean, t- well, wait, who did the storm? Oh, oh eight could have been like in that whole period. Oh, eight could have been Brisbane as well. That was when yeah. Sims dropped the ball against them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. They certainly, obviously, they're not going to be as good. And as you said, the only reason why they stayed as good after it is because they got away. With, they cheated for so long. Some players hung around. They had a bit of a grudge. So, hmm. like, they, they, you know, maybe they do 
win a comp or hang around there because obviously they've shown a bit later after that when they're compliant they still obviously have the special the four, three or four special players that matter but in that time like there was some really good teams like teams like the dragons the seagulls at the time a bit of the broncos and the bulldogs there were some really good teams hanging around that could have beaten a, a little weaker storm team yeah okay yeah you probably you you're you're you probably have like one or two more premierships if the cheating storm aren't there Maybe one more. Maybe, yeah, maybe one. 08 or 09. But Manly were really yeah. good in 08. No, you, I, you probably don't beat Manly. I think 09's your better chance. Oh, but yeah. Maybe we never beat Manly. Man, dude, Manly beat the fucking cap cheating storm 40 0 in the grand final in 08. Yeah, but that, almost... that was also without Cam Smith. Yeah, I agree. I but know. like, Manly were really. Let's let's put some respect on that. I mean, they were really you say fun. that, right? But Manly did lose seven games that year. They had the same record as Brisbane did. I remember, that's know. weird. I remember them being really uh, no, that, that that's it. That's the same. Rugby league's different back then. The you're right. Now, like you know, teams. It's very rare that a team really pissed the comp in like they do now. So you're like right. they were good, but they weren't unbeatable. Manly mm. and they had, they had a really good form. They they could score a shitload of points. So I remember that and being a really good attacking team at that point in time. But well, that's you know, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they they only had they had. Oh, hang on. what are you talking about? They had seventeen wins. You know, I said they lost seven games. Oh, I thought you said they had the same number of wins as Brisbane. No, uh, did I say that? I thought you maybe no, I misheard no, you. Sorry, they, like, they were... sorry, they had the top three to say number of wins. So I didn't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brisbane. They were like five or six wins ahead of. Sorry, they were uh, yeah. th- three wins ahead of Brisbane with like two hundred yeah. better for and against. They were they were definitely a better team. But I get your point. Like it was closer back then. Yeah, like, I mean, thir- thirteen wins was eighth, and seventeen wins was first. So yeah, well, a lot of reason why I don't really care. Like I want to uh, finish top six, right? I don't really care who finishes above us or below us, right? Even when Brisbane were good, mate, we never finished near the top of the table because we always lost Origin. Origin, games. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we never went, never been minor premiers. We usually always like three third to sixth. So that's why I'm not so fussed about who were above or below. So. But you're right. Like Manly were good that year, but they did lose like to the other other good teams as well. But I know they were on a really hot run, like mid year. But yeah, who knows? Actually, you're probably right that they did really piss the finals in Manly that year. Yeah. That's why you remember them being so good because they were like they conceded 12 points in the entire final series. So, that's quite good. Yeah, and they scored like Is 120 that good? or so. Yeah, that that's no, they scored, um... no, they scored 110 <laughs> points to 12 in the final. Um, so yeah. Yeah, they 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 would they caught fire that year. It's weird because they they don't have like particularly different personnel for like a bunch of the other seasons around that time period. Mm. But like it just happened to be in that round, they were just really 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 good. I remember they played the Dragons in the first week and kicked the shit out of them, and then I think it was the Warriors they kicked the shit out of in the prelim. And then then they kicked the shit. Then they kicked the shit out of. They just like they won their three finals games. I'm just pulling it up. They won their three finals Mm. games by 32 points, 26 points, 40 points. I don't think anyone was getting near them. No, you're right. The form they hit at the end of the year. But you said that team wasn't that different in the future. It's weird, right? It is weird. But yeah. Um, But I think you know the difference is like you know they don't have Menzies, and they also they very rarely got through as fit as they did that. Like that team in the year was like pretty much fully fit. They very rarely got through that fit. I mean, but yeah, I think you're right on two thousand. The rest of the years, like maybe they win a comp in that time, but probably not. Uh, mm. And post cheating, it's hard to say because they obviously, like, if they didn't get okay, this other one's a different world. Is if they didn't get found out cheating. Mm. So if they didn't get found out cheating in twenty ten, oh, no, in twenty ten, yeah. how do they go that year? Well, that um, year, even when they got found out cheating, they still would have finished like fifth. Like if they had their points, they would have finished fifth. So. And that's when the games didn't matter. So they would have gone close to winning it again, I think, if they didn't get caught. Yeah, I mean, that was... 2010 was kind of a dog shit comp as well. Like the Roosters and the Titans were like... 
good. Well, they like yeah. the Titans finished like third, didn't they? And the Roosters made the grand final, and they were not particularly good. They had Todd Carney playing well, but like, yeah, it was a weird year like that. Like that was a pretty soft year. They could have like won the comp if they stayed in it because the Dragons were good, but like, like the Tigers. I remember I went to that game. The Tigers lost a prelim to the Dragons, which was very close, and like the rest of the teams that were in the finals were not very good. So, yeah, and again, you think back, we talk about dominance and how many mm-hmm. games teams lose now, right? If you remember back, that Dragons team felt like they weren't going to lose ever that yes, year. They did. That's they lost true. seven games. Yeah, you wouldn't read about <laughs> yeah. it. You actually, yeah, like it's yeah, that's it. like they felt unbeatable, especially like they started the year on fire. They mm-hmm. did lose to Melbourne, but they won like the well, they won like a seven or eight of the first ten. Yeah, they didn't score very many points. Se- they didn't, but uh. The defense felt so good. dominant, but yeah, yeah, they went to the classic thing. They just lost a couple of games, middle of the year or similar, and then they still finished first easily. You know who did score a lot of points that year? The ninth place South Sydney Rabbitohs, who scored the second most points in the comp, but didn't make the finals because they reasons. Yeah, reasons. Well, yeah, that, I remember that, that was, that period, was that when... had plenty of those years. <laughs> the Raiders had those. Actually, I think I'm. I think I don't know. No. Yeah, that was definitely the year where we played the Dragons in the last week of the regular season, and yeah, if we'd won, you. we would have made the finals. And they rested half their fucking team, and they smashed it. And they, yes, that is that is what happened. The Ben Cray hat trick, mate, and Kyle yep, Stanley is, had yeah. a Kyle Stanley hype game. I remember that yep. game. And then 2011 was when me and Harry Ramage drove up to Newcastle for the last game when it was Night South's winner makes the finals, and we lost that one too. That was fun. Mm, oh, that does mm. Okay. Next question. Thanks again, Sam, for a good question. Cam Beswick, does anyone really believe Paul Gallen is retiring from boxing? Also, is it yes. more of a joke of a sport than boxing? Um, I believe he's retiring because I said, Paul, are you retiring from boxing this year? And he said, Yes, Matt, I am. After he fights two meatheads, which Correct. is bizarre. I can't believe um, he's doing that. It's it's even by boxing standards very carny, but it is. Yeah. That's why I can't no. believe he's doing it. I think he like I just thought he respected it himself a little bit too much to do that, but whatever. I mean what do I know? He's been very upfront from the start that this is just about money for him. He doesn't give a shit. Mm. And like he'll win. He'll dust both of them. And it'll be that whatever. People people will go in Queensland because they'll hope that Gao gets his head punched in. He won't. Um yeah, I don't think he'll fight again. He, he said repeat he said before his previous fight that he wasn't going to fight at the end of this year. And then he lost that fight and he said that he felt didn't realize how old he felt until like the <laughs> middle of that fight. The only way he fights again is if Sonny Bill finally yeah, but um, didn't they? Doesn't look like that's not going to happen anyway. No, I feel, I feel that's not going to happen. happen. I reckon that'll happen one day. Just no, because the other thing he predicted older. was that like Sonny Bill will wait till yeah. I'm 45 before he's finally ready to fight me. Like he's been ducking mm-hmm. me for 10 years, which is also true. So, um, yeah, no, I think he's retired. But yeah, the sport. I will say though, like as a means to getting people to care more about boxing that is like in inverted commas, serious boxing, mm. the footy player stuff has done a really good job. Like more people know who Harry Garside is because of like him fighting on cards under these footy players. More people know who Sam Goodman is because of cards, like because he's fought on the undercards of, of these footy player matches. There's, there's guys who've had careers born out of this. Like um, Nikita Zoo fought on a gallon card that I went to like, earlier this year um tim zoo did the same like yeah. all these guys have fought on these footy player cards and then as a, and then they sort of used that spotlight to parlay their own success from it so i think it does have a place because it's never going to be a mainstream sport right it just isn't like it's never going to be the 90s again but no. um i think that these events do have a role because they do help to platform these guys who would otherwise be fighting at an rsl club in front of 50 people yeah, I'm with you there, but it's just quite funny. Like, um, 
people laugh at all these things. Same thing, like heaps of YouTube celebrities are boxing, but people just will watch and someone they know yeah. fight. That's just it. And you said it yeah. works, so it's not going to stop anytime soon. The money's not going to stop. They're not going to stop no. offering it, and they're not going to stop getting it. So, um, yeah, it's bizarre. But I, I um, I was a boxing fan as a younger man. My dad liked it, but yeah, I'm also not big into the boxing just because like it's not really that much about boxing. Is it you know it is, but it's like it's about winning decisions mostly. Than it is about knocking the other bloke out. Uh, yeah. Cam, again, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, so this is this is tricky I because answer. I don't think. Do you? You go, you go. Pulp Fiction. Good movie. Good choice. It has, it has I, many speeds. That's why. I agree with that. Here's the thing: you don't want to just pick. Like you might your favorite movie. So the movie you think is the best movie might be like The Godfather or like Schindler's List, but that's you probably not, that's not the answer here. Um, my answer is Superbad. Yeah, Superbad was going to be my next one because like oh, there you go. that movie, as I've said to you before, only movie I watched more than once in the cinemas. I watched it three Chris. times and um, love that. I think it's hilarious. Well, so but that I was like pop fiction because yeah. it has multiple speeds. You know, I think it'll, I've watched it many a time in my life as well, and it's um yeah. There's funny bits, there's serious bits, there's some memorable quotes, all that mm. kind of stuff. And you know, you can never go wrong if you just start quoting Pulp Fiction every day. People yeah. will get I, you. In 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 terms of like just being able to watch them no matter what mood I'm in, like Superbad's number one, but then yep. like Toy Story, Mean Girls, Inglorious Bastards would be my Tarantino pick. Um any of those. Like a Good Will Hunting is probably my favorite movie, but I don't think it would be on this list because like it's too heavy. Like a lot, yeah. a lot of, like it's it's there's too much going on a lot of the time. Unless you like like crying a lot, yeah, or like that. I don't know. Um, this is like I, I just want to make a point. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like there's certain genres of film, right? That just no films in those genres get any respect from like critics or like you know IMDb top whatever lists and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's weird, right? You you basically can't. You basically look on those top movie lists, or and you, there's no comedies or horror films on there, like at all. For some like, reason, it's just like, yeah, like they're not get, good, you know. Get Out is the only one that broke through, and that was because you know it bashed you over the head with the theme of like you know inherent racism in America. And I love that movie; I think it's awesome. But there was a lot mm-hmm. of people acted like it was the first good horror movie ever made, which is obviously not true. Um, and same with comedies. Like Superman is brilliant; it's a perfect comedy. Like it it's like an hour and a half long. There's a million funny lines. It's well paced. Bunches, bunch of stupid shit happens. It's got a nice ending. Good message. Like seven point six. Just... Yeah, exactly. Like to if if you were a drama of that quality, like if people talk about like that movie is one of the best comedy films ever made, right? If it, it was is. one of the top ten drama films ever made, it would be like an eight point seven on IMDb. Yeah, but it's not. And same with horror movies, right? Like even like horror movies that I fucking love, like. The best, like the a horror movie where you can watch and be like, nothing about that was shit. The plot made sense. Everything was cool. It was well paced. All that stuff. You look and it'll be like a six point eight on IMDb. Like, jeez, yeah, it's true though. Like, apart from like your absolute seminal classics like Nightmare on Elm Street, like, and even then, Nightmare on Elm Street seven point four. Like, that's the most. That's like the fucking, you know, that's like the Godfather of horror films, right? 7.4 they kept trying to make they kept trying to make it for that reason you know yeah uh sorry just a little rant but like i just there's certain genres of movie that don't get any respect and they're probably my two favorite genres of movie which is why i feel so strongly about it but i do understand there's a whole lot of comedies that are six out of tens like get that oh of course but i'm with you yeah like super bad also is like it's written it's it's the story has depth it's not just like 
I know it might not seem like it does, but it does. It's based on true events as well, loosely. And there's, it's got breakouts of so many actors in it. And, and yeah, well, uh, that's the yeah. other thing. Like Emma Stone, Jonah Hill, um, Michael Sarah, like I mean, Seth Rogen himself, for I say, it's true. Yeah. Bill Hader as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just scrolling through the IMDb t- top two fifty right now while we're talking, and I'm got down to fifty so far, and no comedies yet. Yeah. 75 no comedies like there's movies that have funny scenes in them like Pulp Fiction's got funny scenes in it but it's not I wouldn't say it's a comedy um is Toy Story a comedy yeah but I think they, they animated what they get called though right yeah I mean I it's love got that bloody, movie. that's also got, on my Mount Rushmore but like it's got 75th. Dave Franco in it being the, the soccer player that people don't forget people don't forget <laughs> um Requiem for a Dream is that a comedy okay, uh, laughed my no. head off the whole time yeah <laughs> God, imagine watching that being the only movie you watch the rest of your life. Oh my life. god, that's like the worst choice you, possible. You'd drive yourself insane. You absolutely would. I mean, if people haven't seen that movie, watch it exactly once and then forget about it for the rest of your life. Um, if you can. I'm scrolling through this list. There's movies that are funny. Again, like, is Snatch a comedy? I don't really think so. I think that might fall into the comedy bar. Okay, but well then it's a crime, Snatch is it, Is it a crime drama or is it a comedy? Like, well, Snatch is 118th on this list. So it might be the top. Like, Reservoir Dogs is, a great, is not a comedy. Um, yeah. Eternal Sunshine has Jim Carrey in it, but it's not a comedy. Like, yeah, I think yeah, Snatch I would fall. On, I think you you put it in comedy. I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, you, you, I, Super Bad is my answer. But Pop Fiction, I think, is a very solid choice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Not so mature age student. If you were a cashed up NRL player at eighteen to twenty one, what terrible tattoos would have you gotten and regretted? Ooh, I would have one hundred percent got the flying hellfish from the Simpsons on my bicep, yeah. like one hundred percent. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, if I was going, I would have a dumb tattoo because I was a dumb person at that age. So, but you know, maybe I would have got a stupid tattoo like sports teams I supported or, or like lots of the NRL players have those dumb tattoos as well. Um, I would have probably also got a Triforce tattooed on my hand. I might still get a Triforce tattoo, but it wouldn't be on the back of my hand, which is where I would have got it because that's where they are on the game. God, I'm a fucking yeah. nerd. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. I used to want to get one. My mom had breast cancer when I was a teen. I was going to get a breast cancer ribbon, I think, because it just defined a lot of my teenage years for like three or four years, but I didn't get that. And I don't regret not getting it, if you get me, because yeah. it doesn't define my life. But I think that's the problem when you're 18 is you make a lot, you do a lot of definitive things that uh, if you get a tattoo, then that might have been really important to you for a certain period of time. But as you age, most likely aren't. So anyways, next question as well. What are your top three movie or TV dogs? So the best dogs. Oh my dogs. God. Um, holy shit, that's really. I mean, what? Wait, uh, I gotta do exactly three. Yeah, it's movie and TV makes it difficult. Well, I mean, yeah, I think the top two are Snoopy and Snoopy and Scooby Doo. Snoopy, yeah, I'm definitely with Snoopy. I guess Scooby Doo gets in there. I wasn't a big Scooby Doo fan, but you can't argue it, can you? You you could, but but you wouldn't. And then, like. The Tramp from Lady and the Tramp, maybe Pluto, maybe um Santa's little helper, mate. What's he not getting? Yeah, no, but thing is, like, Santa's little helper's never really the center of like the Simpsons, right? He's You're just right. a dog. Like he's mm. he's hardly in. Like there's the episode where they get him and the episode where they have kids, but that's it, really. What about Buddy oh, from? Oh my Airbus? god! No, 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 no! Slinky Dog from Toy Story. <laughs> um, and yeah, shout so out Pluto. Is... Pluto would be Pluto's honorable mention, but again, like. I love Pluto, but like, he's not really again the center point of any Disney stuff, right? So yeah. like, 
So uh, the, dog was from Fra- the dog from Frasier was good. Remember the dog oh, lived with the old, with the dad? When I was that a kid in Men in Black, I thought the pug was really funny. That character doesn't age very well, even though I have got a pug. Well, I didn't have a pug then, but yeah. Oh, my God. I That's it. Got, oh, I forgot Cheddar from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There you go. You copped that. Fuck. Yeah. Well, was the dog from Frasier's name? Uh, Eddie? There you go. I think that's it. It actually is Eddie. It is. There, you there go. we go. Cheddar's a good one. Um, Cheddar's a fucking great dog. Um, Lassie, good. Beethoven. Beethoven. Uh, yeah, maybe. I like, I like, I like Airbud more. I like Spike from Rugrats as well. Oh, good shot. Um, early season Family Guy, Brian Griffin. Yeah, then he sucks after that. Wishbone. What's Wishbone? It was a kid's show in the 90s. I, I don't uh, know what. Oh, okay. And there was also Blue from Blue's Clues. Yeah, not for me, I don't think. No, not for me. I'm no. just naming dogs at this point. There you go. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, he also says, what's the best way to enjoy salmon? Well, one of us won't answer that, but sushi, fried. Oh, I, used it. I used to answer it. I used to answer it. Well, I used to eat it. There's a very, very clear answer. Sushi. Of course. It's not raw. Like the, the tech, like, if you could eat anything raw, you should, because you want to, like, like experience the texture and the taste, like, Raw salmon is amazing. Like it's so good. It, it shits it on any other kind of salmon. But I'm not a huge fan of like I, I I can eat it, but I'm not really a huge fan of like fried or baked or casserole. Like he's he's mentioned mentioned there sushi by a distance or sashimi easy, obviously easy easy yeah sashimi oh my god that was used to be my go to if I when I ate fish like sushi restaurants just give me like the salmon sashimi and also the weirdest thing you have like sea urchin or whatever. Yeah. Um, Adric asks a great question here, but I'm not sure we have any answer to it. But that's a yeah. fantastic question. He said, pull a homer, which is to succeed despite idiocy, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, what are some NRL homer verbs? Okay. Jeez. Uh, yeah. It's a cracking question, but I don't well, think a, I have there's an a, answer. There's a Nate Miles. Um, yeah. Uh, can, that, I guess we can that. say those things. We can say those doing ones. That. Yeah. Um, well, Done it again, Brownie was kind of a thing. Mm. <laughs> you can do it again, Brownie. Um, well, the Falcon. Falcon, yeah. I guess because he says homo verbs, I was trying to think of things that were just stupid things, but well, no. no it's like, I think Falcon is the answer, the right? Because like he yeah. was the Maltese Falcon and he got hit in the head by the football and that's Falcon. how it happened. Okay. Uh, over on to Discord for the last few questions. Uh, Mario Siegs, these late season team changes for players from scrub teams. Is it mainly unfair because it means they can't safely book their barley holidays far in advance? So this, you're saying, you mean transfers? Yes. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, God. I feel like we've answered these things. No. Yeah. No. Tigers only did fear it. Not fearing the West Tigers break the momentum of the Broncos season. Boy, you're enjoying that win, aren't you, Josh? Uh, RCB Sharks says Manly had the best case for suburban ground money given there are no trains on the northern beaches. Yes. Oh, they they think they do. Uh, I hope not. Uh, Wheat Gut, in honour of my boy Dill Edwards' 100th game, who will be in your merchant 17 and why? Yeah. I've taken the whole okay. ba- battle between Gutho and Dill. We AJ's not, not for the wing. No, it's it's not necessarily F, it's not necessarily effort merchant. It's just X merchant, right? Is it? So, so like go a- the effort merchants, he did say. No, that. I think he just said oh, okay. merchant seventeen. Okay. So like AJ is a catch and fall merchant, so he's he in is. there. Uh, Matt Gidley, absolute flick pass merchant. He, he is. Um, yeah. Chris Sandow, Dan Chairman's neck merchant. He's at seven. He's in the halves with Chris Sandow, the forty okay. twenty merchant. Twenty merchant. Yeah. 
Um, uh, well, I mean, Chris Grebsmill was a merchant of a different kind. He was. <laughs> the few of those. <laughs> the mule, they called him. Dave, uh, Dave Taylor as well, allegedly. Um, uh, who else? Oh, Mitch Mitch Rain's a dummy half-run merchant. Well, Martin Kennedy's a reptile merchant. Yep, that's a, liter- <laughs> a literal reptile merchant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Rain is a barge of a merchant. He's going to be the one, surely. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Paul Gallen, fourth tackle hit up merchant. Yeah. Oh God, he put him with Woodsy. Be great. Oh my God, forget about it. Pair that's, them together. I mean, front. both. Unironically, New South Wales starting row for like several years. They did. They did that by choice. Oh, David Clemens a passion merchant. Yeah. Oh, mate. Cody Nickerem was a bench merchant. He's fourteen. Yep. He's a utility merchant. But Clemens there for his, his anger. You're right. We need, we, need, we need an edge forward. Penalty merchant to beat a Pangai. Tarek Sims. Oh, Tarek okay. Sims. There you go. Suspension merchant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. Uh, Joe, which two coaches have had the best performance this year? Which re- which of the remaining two have had the worst? Craig Fitzgibbon and Jason Demetriou. To me, that's a big call on Demetriou all of a sudden, mate. <laughs> what are you going to do? Not listen? You already got this far. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. Are you oh, on, let's see. No seriousness. Let's go through. Let's go Kevin through. Kevin has done a better job than Demetriou. Pen- all right. Let's go Penrith. Right. I mean, whatever. They're as good as they were last year. Oh, no injuries. Oh, you're so hard. Yeah. Top eight is the other one. Given Kevy. It's awkward as Kevy is because like, they, they, they were down the bottom of like 14 and 15 for the Cowboys and Broncos from last year. It's true. But if, if Adam Reynolds is better than Lachlan Ilias and we're still above you on the ladder, wouldn't that suggest that Jason Dimitri is a better coach? No, you're sliding down the ladder. But we're still above you for one week. Well, we'll see. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm not. I'm just pointing out. I'm, you still lost I'm to not... us twice. Well, that's true. I'm just, well, that's mm. out, out coached. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, in all seriousness, I think Fitzgibbon and Peyton are probably the two right answers, right? Fitzgibbon and Peyton, prob- probably, you'd think so. Uh, Who's done the but- worst? R- Ricky Stewart and... Ricky bounced back again weirdly somehow, and then uh, we got a dog happen. The remaining uh, Rick- coaches who haven't been well, punted. We obviously I mean, can't say Barrett and Maguire. I mean, it's, no, it's, <laughs> well, off, no, it's obviously Holbrook, remaining. It's obviously right? Holbrook and Noah Ryan. Like, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's an easy one. That's a you yeah. can be a ladder. They both made there. the finals last year. Yeah, uh, Mario Seegs in the last month or so, manly second halves have been a disgrace. There's no question. Mm-hmm. I'm just pissed off. Okay, I'm sorry, Joe. Andy. Okay, now, Joe's also asked which 11 year old kid do you still hate? We have covered that one. That one we uh, have covered. Wheat guards. So I think the Wait, dogs are my second. Hang on, we quarter. actually haven't because that could be an 11 year old child from any point in your life. You know, <laughs> I haven't got an answer for that though. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm not. I'm not dealing with a lot of. I'm just saying children, that you to be honest, could. You know? <laughs> Neither am I. I'm just saying that you feasibly could have a blood feud with an 11 year old from any point in your life. So it mm. is different to when you were 11 and hated okay. something. We got us. I think the dogs are my second favorite team. If Marnie and Kikau kick on next year, are they the team with the pot or will it default to the? I mean, you I'm can just it to the Dolphins. God, fuck off. Just. Uh, uh, Maybe you have to pivot you to listen? liking the Bulldogs to annoy you. That might uh, work. You do, uh, yeah, uh, the the Bulldogs are like bottom five contender to ever be team of the pod. They're with the no Sharks. Shot. No, the Sharks are the team of the pod. So and the Broncos, like, they've already right. made it. We know this. 
But you didn't take the bet. You could have, but you didn't. And you would have won. Okay, I did take a bet. Because you're a coward. No, that's not what no, happened. No, you mean that was like round one for the Cowboys. Yeah, and you didn't do it because you're yeah, a coward. Yeah, but then we did yeah, have other ones. Uh, mate, no, we did got you on record here. With, we can find it in writing. You've admitted the Broncos. Me pandering to you when you get a little bit excited because your team's won like four games this year is different mm-hmm. to when we actually tangibly tried to make a when, wager. When you, you, when you pander it. to four or five I Sharks looked fans. you. I looked you in the eyes and no, said, didn't. Sharks Raiders week that, that one. That was a message on in a in a private I, channel on Discord. I'm definitely certain so, I said it on here, but it doesn't matter. No, the you point said it is, in the Sharks Discord, which I is not a challenge. The issue is, well, the yeah, look, we're getting bogged down here. The point is, you're a coward and the Bulldogs will never be the team of the podcast. Uh, yes, they will. Um, maybe I'll just pivot <laughs> to the Bulldogs. <laughs> You will go. You hate them as well. You're gonna go so far no, just to spite me. I almost oh, do. Res- I actually pivot. respect that. I'll pivot. I like the well, Bulldogs it's, now. It's, yeah. They've... I mean, I would never. I would never try and make the Titans the team of the podcast to upset you. You have I'm done that nice, at some point this year as I'm well. A nice and the person, Eels. These so... are all, all those things you've. Hang on. The, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. The Eels is because my nan goes for them. That's yes, but you still tried those things. And yeah, because I love my grandmother. That's nothing to do with you. It's a crime. If loving my nan is a crime, then put me in jail. Yeah, but no, we're not giving it to the the the, the yeah, dolphin by default. The. Although we both mm. like Wayne. Yeah, but I also like I have no feelings like positive like towards them. That, you know, counterpoint. We don't have any negative feelings towards them. I will though, and I can't. I kind of do. I don't like red. I actually kind of do so. as well, but I can't say why on it. Yeah, that's it. People, it'll just happen. We didn't always have a team with the pod. It will happen if it happens. It happens, it happens. or go. Obviously, the stuff this year, we've just been taking the piss for like all of it because the Tigers yeah. suck and they're usually our default answer. Yeah, it just happens sometimes. We don't really have it one does. this year because like he hates this. He hates the Sharks, mm. and we it can't be the Cowboys because it's Cowboys Broncos rivalry. And like every other team that's good is either a team we support or a team that we hate. So like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's also it doesn't doesn't work that well with any this this many this few teams, you know, not enough rotation either. Well, like yeah, like teams that could feasibly do it, like Titans, Tigers, Warriors, mm. even maybe the Dragons if they didn't have all the reprehensible characters, Raiders. Like none of them are making the finals, so like it is what it is. Okay, uh, next question. <sighs> okay, I'm not going back to that one. So, <laughs> question about the challenge from the Tigers. Oh, okay. Ago, but... I thought it was a very offensive. Uh, I got excited. No, it was. After listening to the Lux series on The Athletic, what current mm. players in the league world would you generally be shocked to retire when they were at the height of their playing ability? Well, I mean, I don't know if that's... All of them. What? All of them, yeah. I don't know if that's a, a, a right way to phrase that question. I think... <laughs> Which players would you be shocked if they suddenly retired for no reason? Well, Warren, all of them. I know his name's not yeah. Warren, but all all of them. Like, I'm calling him Warren now. The lot that yeah, you can have your real name back when you ask a better question. Um, the Luck yeah. Podcast was really good though. Do you I listen haven't to listened it? to it. I haven't yeah. listened to it. Uh, but or maybe I will. Maybe I'll you get should. there. It's, it's but good. it's like one of those things, right? As you said, like his was a shock as well. But we he had injuries we knew of or similar. But it's a shock but, because in the NFL, you're giving we... up so much money. Why don't we pivot and change it to like who's someone that's not thinking about retiring that it would not shock us if they did a luck? I have a very clear answer for that one. Go on, Luke Keary. I mean, I feel like that's a. Is he not thinking about it? I reckon he's thinking about know. it. He would have been spoken to about it over the last you know year or two. So that, I didn't think that would shock me at all. It um, wouldn't shock me at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one thing to ask footy players to leave a little bit of money on the table, like, right? Yeah, but like you're asking, Andrew Luck walked me- away from like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, he did. And people are like, oh, but his dad's rich. Like, yeah, and 
Yeah. <laughs> like it, what he did took a lot of courage. I do respect it. It did. Uh, I want to go but, read books and hang out with my wife instead of getting paid a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I know. And like, yeah, whatever. Obviously, he already had enough money made already, but still, it's a it's a big decision to make. And I don't know any league players like he had a lot more injuries than we knew about. But that's American sports a bit Again, more. Bit more of that culture of like drug them up, get them on the field, don't worry about it. You know, I don't want to go from a again, I don't want to go from a tangent. It's like, mm. but I do because it's it's interesting. Like, I get why like rugby league players are doing like swish or cameo, or whatever, right? They're only making like they're not making mm-hmm. like that much more than the average person in Australia. Like, they make a very good income, but they're making mm-hmm. like a few hundred thousand dollars a year. But why the fuck is like the Tiago Silva who makes 250,000 pounds a week from Chelsea doing 200 cameos? bucks? I don't know. Why? Just to be an idiot. What? To troll. I guess. I like, why? What? It's like when I see like George Clooney doing Nescafe ads. I'm like, why are you doing this? Or like when Seinfeld did those greater bank ads. They like, like money more than the rest of us, mate. Once we get more money, over we'll get more greedy. No, but I don't know, dude. Like, if you had Seinfeld money and they were like, hey, do you want to do these ads for a regional bank in northern New South Wales and the Gold Coast? You'd just be like, no, of course I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's the bored, si- mate. The you Seinfeld know, some, one is the just... weirdest one of all time because that dude has so much money. Yeah, and it's like a weird Aussie. Yeah, and thing. Katy Perry like, doing like menu log ads. Like she must be like they must be paying her tens of like at least like eight figures, right? I don't know. You'd think so. Like at the end, I mean, Snoop will do anything for money. That one's not a surprise. I but, did yeah, get Katy to hear Perry. Shaq sing "Glory, Glory" to South Sydney though. So did that happen? Something. Yes, for points bet. I think Shaq. Yeah, I can't remember that. Shaquille O'Neal, a hundred percent, sang "Glory, Glory" to South Sydney on an ad. It was for a gambling website. I don't know which one, but he did it. I might Google it while you ask the next question. Uh, I think that is all the questions. No, oh. there's no, there's two more. Uh, ben Q says, which NRL big man is most likely to grill on the roof? I mean, it's definitely the trail. He has the body shape for it too. Did you see him dancing in his speedos after the game? I did not. Yeah, good. He would grill on the roof though. He sure. Uh, it, it, I, just, I just thought it was points bet. You know what I'm saying? Shaq's like fixing a car. He's a mechanic. Mm. And then he checks like the Rabido's head to head on his phone and says glory glory to South Sydney. Well, there you go. How do I yeah. not remember that ad? Even though Shaq that, like they ran some of those ads forever, the points at yeah. once. And like again, I don't watch commercial TV bar footy, but, but they we were get on the gambling the ads because they're on the footy, yeah. Then yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. And the menu log ads because they're on the footy as well. Exactly. Uh last question from M. She says, Why hmm. do the old men at NRL seem to be incapable of separating what was said from where it was said in their criticism of the Stuart slash salmon situation? Yeah. Okay. You got, you got to take? You do? I, I don't. I, all right. We've got to be a little bit careful with what we say. But I will say this. Where it was said. <laughs> yeah. I will say this, right? People are going, oh, you know, it, all right, I'm not going to say the story because, you know, we don't want to defend anyone. But if, if you believe this, the main story that's gone around about why, why Ricky Stewart hates Jamin Salmon, if you believe that story to be true and people are going, oh, we all said stupid things when we were 11 or whatever. There's two different types of stupid things, in my opinion. Mm. There's like saying, oh, we have homework that's so gay and things like that, which of course you and I and every other teenage boy did, right? That doesn't mean we hate gay people. That's different, in my opinion, to like directly targeting a person with learning difficulties and calling them slurs. I never did that. Like the idea that I, I, I mean, I played soccer my entire life, like right in Bank Center, in multicultural. I never at any age thought it was a good idea to like yell a racial slur at an opponent or mm. anything like that. I think these two things are different. And obviously, 
like it was a long time ago, but like I don't think there's any point in my life that I would have done that. And I don't think that saying, oh, he was 11 is a defense of that behavior. Yeah, I mean, also like the getting the press conference isn't the right way to deal with anything either. So no. I don't know. I think I'm just done with talking about this saga now, honestly. You know, like I'm done with it, mate. Like, yeah, I haven't got any takes. Yeah, it's been handed down. This punishment has, I'm, and I'm gonna people are angry with, enough. I'm going to stick with my original take, which was that it is funny. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I don't want to spend a whole week talking about it now, which people seem to have. Is it one of you like on three sixty every night? Must be. We we got someone posted a clip of that show. Who watches this? Well, that's the thing. I did see people again this week saying, "Oh man, you know, surely this is the it for poor Kent." It's like, no, no, Why? it's not because the only time. Okay, for me, me and you don't watch that show, right? But the only time I see him all over my Twitter feed is when, when he, he says something, something like controversial. Yeah, he's going nowhere, people. You're part of this machine. Every time you film him on TV and you put it on Twitter, you're doing him a favor. Oh, can you believe what such and such said on the show? I'm like, no, because I, I didn't see it. Yeah, but I can like, also believe it. Like, and like, oh, yeah, he's just you know, he's getting you're this shout. person who gets paid to say controversial things. Said something yeah. controversial. It's like, oh. Cr- Kent every year is getting you know worse and sh- more shouty and whatever. Surely they change it. No, mate, that's obviously, obviously they want him doing that. If they didn't, he wouldn't be doing it. Like literally, Max Kellerman got punted from first take because he wasn't controversial enough. Yeah, he didn't shout enough. He was too boring. <laughs> Although he has got the the give me Iguodala thing, which was the worst thing. One of the him. funniest clips of all. One of the worst opinions in history. Yeah, if you guys don't know what that is, they were asked about taking like, the clutch shot, game on the line. He picks Andre Iguodala out of like the Warriors and the Cavs Steph lineup. Curry, Clay Thompson, yeah, Andre yeah. Iguodala. And he goes, me, I want Iguodala. Give me Iguodala. So you can look yeah. that one up if you want to laugh at Max Kellerman. But that Stephen A. Smith's reaction is obviously the best part of that. Yeah. But anyway, that's, it, that's all the questions. Oh, we did it. All right. Well, before we get out of here, I'd like but to. Anyway, we'll say that quickly on that part. What you said, Stephen Ashford yeah. again, don't take him seriously. Just laugh at him when he's funny. And then Once I rest. learned that it was entertainment, yeah. not analysis, yes, my life was just better for it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I respect. You don't go to Stephen a movie a. and think it's, it's been real. 20 plus years keeping that energy, by the way. Stephen, that's a hard you, job. Right. You don't go to a movie and think it's real. Like, don't watch those shows and think that it's real. Like, a lot of these people don't believe the things that they're saying. Like, we believe the things that we're saying because, like, you're here supporting us, listening to us. Like you've gone out of your way to listen to a podcast. It's a niche medium. Like if we were employed or paid to do like lowest common denominator bullshit, like it would be like, we wouldn't, I don't think we'd, I don't think it would work because a lot of things we say are not nuanced enough for like the average moron. They are. Mm. I don't want to sound like I'm being arrogant, but it's true. It's it, there's no room for, there's no room for nuance in like mainstream discussions about sports and about life and about everything else a lot of the time it's based it's it's all you have to have a definitive take and sit yeah firmly somewhere like if we just sat there and said well yeah the ricky stewart thing's funny like that wouldn't have been good enough people would have been like they would have wanted us to be you know i don't know i don't know we need a take we need a take now you know we need some aggression too mate i love an aggressive take it's true do you want to give one about something in life before we go no (laughs) no i don't Okay. Um, I think everyone who believes in star signs is stupid and like genuinely has a lower like capacity for learning things than an average human being. Is that a hot take? I don't know. I really hate (sighs) astrology. Okay. 
I'm glad you got that off your chest. <laughs> I got a lot of things off my chest today. What star sign? I, I don't. I don't care about astrology. If it makes you a better person, go ahead. No, 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 no. But I like you. Literally, see people go. Oh, I couldn't date him because he's a Pisces or whatever. Like those people are insane. No, they're right. They're 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 clearing the herd for you. I guess that person is going to fall for something stupid anyway. Let it be astrology. That's true. You're right. Better that than like a Tony Robbins lecture, which I now have to go to. Yeah, astrology is free. That's, that's true. Should we start selling crystals? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> it can be well, they're already usually purple, right? That's like wellness a crystals. Yeah. They're good for your the vibe. They're good for the O six vibes at your house. There you go. Yeah. They come in six colours. All different shades of Bronco Maroon. <laughs> we'll sell seven of them. That'd be great. <laughs> One for every wait, no. No. It should be six then. Wait, I can't remember how many non-fraudulent premierships you have. There's just too many to count. Well, no. Well, yeah, they're all they're all fraudulent <laughs> in a way because you were never under the salary cap, even in the nineties. Yeah, you've won six, including the one that doesn't count. So you've won five. And that right? one counts. Does it? It's in the record books, mate. Is it? It's it's even in brackets on the Wikipedia. Is it? It actually. I'm not even making this comp. up. It's in no, brackets. It says better, better 92, 93, 97 parentheses SL. Does it, does it say in brackets still a lot more teams than almost all the South Premierships? Does it say that? It doesn't say that. No. It's, okay, is I might edit the page. I don't know if that's true. There Pretty was much. Ten, it's not <laughs> true though. There was ten teams. Yeah, and how many teams are in your first Premiership year? Uh probably about ten. <laughs> about ten. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, like, it's probably not many, but like, hang on, I'll pick up a random one. Nineteen thirty-two. So nineteen. Okay, I'm looking. All right, there was there was there was there was seven teams. Yeah, there you go. And there was eight, but university didn't finish the season. By the way, count. I think. Like, oh no, when no, they, they get did. above eight teams. Oh no, they did. They did finish it. They just played away games all the time. They didn't play a home game. When when did you win a comp against a team? Uh, a competition with ten. There you go. 68. 10, 19, 1955, baby. Nineteen fifty four. There was ten teams. So nineteen fifty. Nineteen fifty. There was ten teams. But you, so fucking... you, there you go, mate. You got it. You got. There you go. Just yeah. a, just under half your comps won against uh, ten, ten well, or more teams. No, the, it fluctuates. In nineteen twenty-five, there was ten teams for one year. No, yeah. there's nine teams that year. Was, that's nine. Well, I got confused because there was. A, yeah, okay. Nine's still a lot. It's hard to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a lot of teams. Is it? That's, yeah, it's tricky. And it's, but like, it if is, you... and they're all in the same street, pretty much. Yeah, too. that's the other well, great thing about it. They're all in the same well, little area. Yeah, but it's I mean, very if, serious if you, competition. That if you take out, like, you, you had a couple of teams that weren't like real in that in that team in that league, though. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the might of university. Yeah, and Glee. At least they tried. You had, yeah, you no. Who, who in the Super League didn't try? God, the, the Adelaide Rams. They didn't try. Well, their Mate. legacy is so bad that no one talks about bringing them back. That's about they had like the Perth third Reds best the crowds in the country that year. The Hunter in, Mariners. In, in, in bo- in both they shouldn't leagues. even exist. Oh, well, they did. And they have better players in the night. Is that true? Adelaide had the third best. Mate, they had 27,000 at a game there. Are you? I don't know. I mean, I'm telling I cannot you the be truth. You think I believe not, you. I'm, I believe I'm you. Correct, I come correct on my Super League stats. I started the year yeah. with like 15, 20, 27. They had 27,000 to a Hunter Mariners game. What? Hang on, but like this this game against the Hunter Mariners, the crowd is like double every other game they had. No, the first few games they had like seventeen and like yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Okay, they started the year pretty well. 
And then okay, they started then fading away. Yeah, but this is my point. The last four home games, 13, 13, 7, 11. What happened in week... Why was this... Was that their first game ever? Uh, it, was, know, it was. It was. Fuck yeah. you. It was their first home game ever. Yeah. And then half the crowd went, this is shit, and never came back. No, they, they did come back. They Adelaide, the, the actual Adelaide Oval had pretty good crowds that year. Because you remember, there's more teams game in the Game 1 to Game ever. 2, it decreased by 11,000. But check... Okay, it did. Then from then on, where? It went back up. It's it. No, it didn't. It stayed the same. And then, no, and then, I mean, okay, seventeen thousand is a good NRL crowd. Okay, they did that again, especially that... that year, right? And then they lost a couple of games, and they got a crowd of seven thousand two hundred to their loss to the Sharks in August. In August, yes, good. When they probably knew they were out, they were dead already. But like, again, go look at the NRL crowds that year. You'll see, no, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad because they, they're super all, league had better obvious... attendances. Um, well, yeah, they had the Broncos. Yeah, and the Cowboys. Is that true without the Broncos? Is that actually true without the Broncos? I don't know. I I haven't done that math, mate. Probably not. But yeah, but yeah, they had that. And obviously, yeah, Adelaide. Any team losing to Australia is going to fall out interest. But until their last game, they still had like fifteen k most games in Adelaide. The the NRL had twelve teams, which is also not many. But the important thing is, South didn't come last. No, they They came second last. Then they came last like a year after. Yes, and then they were evicted from the competition two years after that. So (laughs) the Crushers, man. Don't bring them back. But like, you, I'd buy a jersey. Those jerseys must be like eight hundred bucks on eBay now, right? I don't know. They're probably, probably. I don't know. Like, they, they always fluctuate. There's like another stock market, mate. You know. Mm. Better yeah, than the, uh, uh, cryptocurrency. Just buying old rugby league jerseys from the nineties. It's 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 the original crypto. Some say it is. Uh, some would be correct. Third and final <laughs> season. Third and final season for the Crushers. What? Do you think? Well, this this nineteen ninety seven season was their last ever year. Yeah. Okay. So, do you think Harry Ramage could name every Crushers player? I reckon he could. So the the Super League averaged like three thousand more people to games in NRL did. Yeah, but that's. So I think that if you take the Broncos? Broncos out, well, the Broncos averages weren't what they are now, mm. either. Right? They're not like because they're not playing at SunCorp yet. So they're only like twenty k. But I think if you take them out, it'd probably drop them similar. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, like. Adelaide had averaged 15,000, which is more than... They averaged only 200 less... No, 300 less fans in Parramatta. That's, it, it, they averaged more than every other NRL team that year. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, so um, they averaged more than the other nights. How'd the Hunter Mariners do? Hunter did have the worst crowds. There's no way the Hunter... Like, the people in Newcastle yeah. actively, like, condemned them, right? Like, that, no one went yeah. to those games. Yeah, they had 5,400, and they're still south of the worst crowds in the country. That yes, year. that yeah. is true. The pride of the league. But yeah, the grand had, um, old, the grand Mariners club. were bad. But there you go. Anyway, probably enough podcasting now, I think. No, that's fine. <laughs> did I thank the patrons or did we get sidetracked? Uh, I don't know. I uh, don't think I did. I remember reading that out. Yeah. If you're still listening, congratulations to you. You did great. Yeah, good and thank okay, you. Them. I think good. we did the patron. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think we did. I would remember reading them out. Bronco from birth, Chris Abnell, Dave, Luke Hilton, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Butsy, Cam Berswick, Dan Cullinan, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Ed Burton, Frankie, Jace Felix Farnworth, James K, Jason Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey, Gooch, Josh Brandon, Kick Souths out of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my arms they go, flip flop, flip flop, flip, never trendy, party keg, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pilt score, Seymour Butts, Shunter, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stoned Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TB, the black vegetable, the not so mature age student, Thor Laycock, 
Tom Hardy and Woz. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. I think that's more that's more than usual. I don't know. It was because normally I only have to go over to the second page for Woz, but I had to go over for both Tom Hardy and Woz, which means we've got at least one new one new one. Thanks to them. We're done. (laughs) We did it. All right. uh, We'll be back. Uh, Enjoy the football. Sorry we were so late getting to you. We'll be back next week. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.